We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. And welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I am your host, Tori D. Simone, and today's episode is so exciting because I have a guest on today's episode. So we will get into that in a little bit, but today's episode is all about manifestation. And I brought on one of my best friends, Natalie Curry. Uh, Natalie is so amazing, and we will get into her story and everything that Natalie is because she is such an interesting soul, and I think you guys are going to love her. Um, but I really wanted to get in how to manifest, manifest crash course, boot camp of manifestation, manifestation, whatever you want to call this. Um, I just really wanted to get into this episode with Natalie. Um, she is amazing at manifesting. She's one of the most influential people in my life. And I'm just really, really lucky to have her as a friend. And when I asked her to be on the episode this week, she said yes without any hesitation. And it was just, it's amazing. So you guys are going to love what she says. I think you guys are going to love the episode. Um, it's an interview done over Zoom. So the audio is going to sound a little off in the beginning, but you'll get used to it. Um, that's pretty much how the podcast world is right now. It's a lot of Zoom interviews. But Natalie really is such a special soul. So I'm really happy to have her on the podcast. So we will get to Natalie in a little bit. Um, But first, I just wanted to do three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm manifesting, and my question for this week. Before I jump into that, I just want to say I hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you guys are staying healthy. um, And I hope you guys are staying positive. I know that this is a super weird time. um, And just remember that this is not permanent. This is temporary and this will not last forever. And And um, we will be back on our feet very soon. So I know it's easy to be sad during this time and it's easy to get in a funk during this time, but I just encourage you to stay positive. Remember that it's not forever. 
and you will be totally fine at the end of it and you'll come out on top. So, um, yeah, let's get into three things I'm grateful for manifestations and my question for this week. Um, I pull my question from the uh, Facebook group, which is manifest with Tori DeSimone. If you guys want to, uh, go head on over to Facebook and join that. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it. Number one, what am I grateful for? The first thing that I'm grateful for is that Sea Isle is still being built and it's underway. Um, if you guys don't know, I am an owner of a spin studio called Stride and I just announced that we are opening our second location um, in Sea Isle City, New Jersey, and I'm so excited. Sea Isle is a beach town in South Jersey um, and luckily uh, the construction there is still happening. It's still going on. It's uh, still you know, trucking along. Um, I'm really, really grateful for that. I know that there's been a lot of, um, talk about whether it has to stop or whether it can continue. And I'm just really grateful that, um, CIL has been approved to keep on going. So, um, that's really amazing. And I'm very, very grateful for that. And I'm hopeful that we can still open Memorial day weekend and have a wonderful summer together. So I'm super grateful for that. Another thing that I'm really grateful for is the amazing weather that Pennsylvania, uh, at least Philly, has been having. Um, weather plays a huge effect on my uh, mood during this. Um, so any day that there is a sunny day, I just wake up so extremely happy. Like I'll open up my blinds and I see the sun and I'm just, you know, I take a deep breath and I'm just so grateful. Um, and it's, it completely changes my mood and just, you know, reminds me that everything's okay. Um, and that the sun will rise another day. So I'm just really grateful for the amazing weather. And the third thing that I'm super grateful for is stride. It's been keeping me so sane to have a studio to go to, to work out, uh, to have a community of people that are still here for us no matter what. Like, even though we haven't been in the studio for over a month now, um, we still, I still text clients all day, every day. Um, I text my staff all day, every day. Like, it's just, it's so amazing to really have a community of people that go beyond just, oh, just beyond working out and just beyond a spin class and just beyond a bar class. Like, it's really amazing to have such a strong community and such a strong family of people that want to continue to support the studio. Um, you guys, even if you don't come to this physical studio, so many of you guys have been purchasing merch, which has been so kind. Um, it's just, it's so amazing to see. Um, if you are interested, we do sell merch and we do ship it out. So, um, if anyone wants to buy stride merch, we have really cute stuff coming in, um, probably next week. So if you guys want to follow my Instagram and strides Instagram, um, that is where you guys can see that merch has been dropped for stride. So it's really, really cute stuff that's coming and I'm really excited about it. Huge sweatshirts, a really cute white camo cropped windbreaker. It's literally the cutest thing. So anyway, side note, but I'm really, really grateful for stride and I'm really grateful that I just have a community that sticks by us literally no matter what. All right, let's get on to manifestations. Um, so the first thing that I'm manifesting is health for everyone. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be manifesting this for quite some time. Um, so the way that you can manifest this, and we'll get into that in today's episode as well, but the way that you can manifest health is by telling yourself, I am healthy. You know, I am healthy. I am safe. I am recovering. Um, I am recovered. I, I'm healthy. Um, saying those affirmations every day just brings me a lot of peace. Um, it's, I'll be the first to say that I'm super anxious during this time. It's very easy to get wrapped up in fear, especially when you look at the news and headlines and Instagram. Like it's very, very easy to be really wrapped up in all that's going on. Um, and it's easy to get caught up in that. So when I remove myself from that fear, um, 
I remove myself from my anxiety. I pop out of my thoughts and I find myself just being a lot more level-headed and sane and mentally better by telling myself I am healthy. And just that one affirmation, that one manifestation really does change everything. So I am healthy. My parents are healthy. My grandma is healthy. My staff is healthy. My friends are healthy. Everybody in my life is healthy. And the thing is, you have to believe that. We'll get into that in the episode as well. Um, But I'm really manifesting health for myself, health for everybody, health for the country, for the world. Um, I am healthy. You are healthy. We are all healthy. The second thing that I'm manifesting is a strong comeback. Reminding myself that this is not lasting forever and we are in recovery. We are recovering quickly and forcefully. We are recovering with power. We are recovering with um, financial growth. We are recovering, you know, so just ferociously and strong from this. So having uh, the grit to keep going and just reminding myself that this isn't lasting forever. This is temporary um, and that the comeback is always stronger than the setback. And Stride's going to come out on top of this. The economy is going to come out on top of this. You know, it's very scary to think of like what could be happening, but I truly am manifesting that the economy is going to thrive after this, that people's jobs are going to thrive after this. I'm really, really manifesting a strong comeback, not just for Stride, not just for myself, but for everybody involved. I think this is a really great time where so many people are going to feel motivated at the end of this, where they're going to be inspired to get their life together. They're going to be inspired to just make their life something so special that they've wanted for so long. So this is a great time to have such a strong comeback. And the third thing that I am manifesting is mental health. So many people, when I asked on my Instagram what episode you guys wanted to see this week, I got a ton of messages about mental health. And I'm going to be doing an episode about that during quarantine and also just um, about you know how to stay mentally healthy in life after quarantine too. Mental health is super, super important. And you know, just because I try my best to stay positive doesn't mean I struggle too. Um, we all have struggles, um, but manifesting helps me get out of it, which is another reason why I'm sharing this today. So a lot of today's episode can be geared towards mental health, but I just keep affirming myself that I am mentally healthy. I am happy. I am positive. I am grateful. I am appreciative of what's going on. I am open to the new opportunities that this quarantine is telling me um, and that it's showing me and just trusting that this is happening for a reason. Maybe this is the universe saying we all need a reset. Uh, Maybe this is us. Maybe it's the universe telling you, you know, you've always wanted time to do this one project. Here's your time. Um, If you're not going to take advantage of it, what's that really saying about you? If you are taking advantage of it, what does that say about you? Things like that. So I am mentally healthy and that's just something that I keep manifesting and telling myself. Uh, The question that so many of you guys have been asking me, which, um, It's really sweet that you guys care. Um, The question for this week is, has your TED Talk been rescheduled? So if you guys didn't know, I got asked to do a TED Talk at Drew, uh, Drew University in New Jersey which is so humbling. So the answer is yes, the TED Talk has been rescheduled. It was supposed to be March 28th of 2020, but it's now moved to October of 2020. Um, So as soon as I know information and dates about that, I'll let you guys know. I know a ton of you guys got tickets to that, which is so kind and I'm so excited to meet you guys. Um, So yeah, that will, I'll let you guys know when. I think if you buy the tickets early, they're like $10 um, and that's at Drew University in Madison, New Jersey. So if you guys are interested, I will let you guys know the dates once that is confirmed, Um, not yet to be confirmed. 
but when it is, I'll let you guys know. But I'm really, really excited for the TED Talk. Um, part of me is actually very grateful that it did get rescheduled because I want to make sure my TED Talk is so solid. And I loved my idea and I loved what my topic was going to be about, but I felt like I was rushing my speech a little bit too much. So I'm actually taking this time to really write down the speech and really tell a good story that has grit to it and that has integrity to it and that can help you guys. So I'm really grateful for this time to be rewriting that TED Talk and deliver an amazing um an amazing TED talk in October. Quick side note before I get into this. Um, okay. So I'm going to tell a story real quick. I'm on hinge because I'm super bored and you know, I'm dating. So not in person. Don't worry everybody. But I mean, I mean, I guess I'm dating cause I'm like single, but I'm not actively dating anybody. So I guess I'm like out there. I'm like exploring my fish in the sea options. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm on Hinge. One of the things on, that's so embarrassing that I said that. Is that embarrassing? No. I think online dating is going to be super normalized. Normalized? Is that even a word? I think it's going to be super normal just because everyone's bored right now in quarantine and it's like a good way to meet people. So if you're bored, download like Hinge or something. Anyway, what I'm saying is on Hinge, there's prompts that you can do for your photos. So there's like captions that you can make them. It's like selfie number 503 or like found on my mom's fridge and stuff like that. One of the prompts is, um, thank you for coming to my Ted talk. And okay, this sounds so lame, but one thing that I'm like, so, so I have like a, a, a headshot for my Ted talk and I had that on my hinge for a while and I didn't make the caption like welcome to my Ted talks. I don't think people would make the correlation, but what's going to be so funny is if like, I get a photo of myself like on the Ted circle stage and then I put that on my hinge and then I make the caption welcome to my Ted talk but it's actually me at a Ted talk isn't that like funny I think that's funny no one else is gonna laugh with me it's like that one TikTok where it's like ha ha laugh it's funny that's literally me all the time I send TikToks to my friends and then they don't think they're funny and I'm like I send that TikTok right after I'm like ha ha laugh it's funny anyway that's me just talking for the first time today and you guys are on the receiving end of it. So anyway, all right. Very exciting news before we jump into this episode with Natalie. I have sponsors for today's episode. So let's jump into the ads super quick and then we will get on to my topic with Natalie. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, to light therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. Natalie, welcome to Manifest with Tori Hello. Hey, Nat. Hey, guys. You're so cute. I'm so happy to be here. So, so happy. So happy to have you. Natalie is one of my best friends, as I mentioned in the intro. Um, she's so cute. She's sitting outside right now. I wish you guys mm-hmm. could see it. Oh, my God. Love you. Love you. Um, Natalie and I have known each other for so long now. Yeah, definitely since I think 
11th grade. So how long has it been? Five years since 11th grade. Six years? Five years? Yeah, five or six. We got Um, really close after we graduated. Yeah, senior week definitely was the turning point in our relationship where we just like connected. (laughs) Senior week was like the best week ever, dude. We had so much fun. Natalie and I shared a room. Oh my God. Oh my God. There are so many like stories just flashing back. I know. The pictures, the memories. Oh my God. Uh. Do you remember that one video where like there was that really weird noise in the video? yes dude yes with like the <laughs> yeah the door yeah <laughs> I, I definitely came across that the other day um, oh my god we have the oh best man so yeah Natalie and I have known <laughs> each other for a really long time we definitely got super close after we graduated high school but we were good friends throughout high school too um yeah so Natalie's story is super super interesting and her path to manifestation is really unique and cool so Nat whenever you want I'd love for you to share like your whole story okay uh I'll start from the beginning when I was a sophomore in college um everything was going great you know life could not have been better. Everyone was living so carefree and everything was just happening one after another. You know, my best friend, one of my best friends, Kat, um, she doesn't go to school, but she's very hardworking. And she told me in January of 2018 that she was going to Maui and I was like that's so cool I want to do that I want to go with you and um she was like okay you know I mean doors are open and basically what we did was she did everything and she found a farm that we worked on so it was a work exchange um where you would work a certain amount of hours each week and in exchange for your work you would get a free place to stay so we left I left a day after my finals of sophomore year got there and had no expectations I didn't do any research I just knew it was the right thing to do like in my intuition was telling me but at the time I didn't know it was my intuition it was more of a calling, I guess. And when I got there, I was like, holy shit, I'm never leaving. This is like, this is it. This is what life is supposed to be like, like living off the land. It was like a culture shock, basically. And I've never experienced that. Like growing up in Philadelphia was like the only life that I've ever known. And, um, I was only supposed to stay for a month and I ended up staying for like the whole summer and um, I ended up meeting a really important person in my life like two weeks before I was supposed to leave and yeah, I don't know. The girl, we we went with another one of our friends too, but she 
she left the time that we were supposed to leave so after a month and then Kat and I stayed for the whole summer and like after I met Creed I went back and like one thing just led to another and then yeah I don't know we kind of like reconnected where I came home for a month and then I like followed my intuition didn't go back to school went back to Maui like just dropped everything like changed my life basically and like here we are and like so much has happened in between Hawaii and like the past year and a half where like I've just grown so much and like you have too and like yeah I think everyone has in a way like we're all just growing up it's so crazy it's so weird how life how life happens yeah and you you like went to so what was really cool was that you were in college and the program I'm sure I'm gonna get questions at the program it's called woof right yeah it's w-w-o-o-f work on our farms yeah world opportunities on organic farms yeah so I'm sure I'm gonna get questions so that's what it's called um if anyone wants to do it so Mm -hmm. what was cool is that you were at college a college that it's pretty local like a lot of kids around here go and then you left went to Maui met like really awesome people came home and you came back here and that's when you dropped out of school you dropped out of college and then moved back to Maui with was Kat there Mm -hmm. when you moved back no, she, I just went back alone. Got it. So you went back time. alone. And then what did you do the second time? Were you vanning? Yeah. So when I went back, we didn't have a plan other than it was you and up Creed. with each other. Yeah. And, that, and you met him in Maui. Yeah. Yeah. He was the quote important person that I met two weeks before I left. So when we went back, I think this is like, when manifesting, you know, really happens so quickly because there everything is like alive and it's hard to explain if you haven't experienced it. But like, I heard one of my friends say that in the city, it's like chipping at a wall, like trying to manifest things because like, it just doesn't come as naturally as like being on an island where if you want something like an hour later, you'll it or it'll it will come to you like it's just, it just happens like it's mm. it's magic um and when we went back we didn't have a plan we ended up finding a van to live in for the month that we were there and we were just like working nine to, like I was working nine to five and then like on the weekends we would just go and explore and it was great because we had like an amazing group of community that we would spend every single day with. And it was just such a beautiful, like, thing to be a part of. And then after Maui, you stayed there for a month. And then where did you go? Creed is from Utah. And he was like, hey, I want to teach you how to ski for the winter. And um, we ended up flying to Utah 
my mom was in Maui and like we left a day before <laughs> she left. It was really funny. And so we got, we got <laughs> I to- love that you call that funny. <laughs> no, it, well, I mean, I look back, it, it was definitely not funny, like <laughs> when it was happening, but you look back on it and you, yeah. Laugh. And, um, yeah, so we got to Utah didn't have a plan once again and then like I remember we were sitting in Creed's car like we were grocery shopping or something and he gets a call from like some lady and she's like hey I have this opportunity for you and your girlfriend if you want to take it it's basically like you being property managers on a ranch and you would be getting paid five hundred dollars to stay there every month and you just have to like live in the guest house and like feed the goats and like do some other like projects and we were like what like that's dope like we have to do it ended up coming home a few times and then like i officially moved we ended up like leaving the ranch in July, so in the summer, like after ski season ended. And I ended up coming back to Philadelphia, was gonna go back to school. Once again, did not. And I've just been kind of like chilling, ever figuring out. I've just like been living in the moment and like really being present. Yeah. No, you're, I wanted you to tell your story because it's super, super cool. And your story has led you to this awesome track of manifestation and spirituality. And that's where I really want to start to dive into that. You said that when you went back to um, Maui the second time is really when it started kicking in for you. And I also want to say that like when I went to Maui for a week, it totally changed my life. And like I say it to you all the time. I say it to everybody all the time. Like there really is something so different there. Yeah. Like you just feel so grounded and whole. Like I've never felt that whole in my whole life. Like so well, free. Right. And I think it's also like the type of people that we are. Cause you can go there and like, you can just like have a vacation, but like for you and I, it was an experience that like molded us a little bit. Yeah. It just like, it really like opened my eyes that like all I need, I mean, I'm taking this from like a health perspective, but like all I need are like the fruits and vegetables that you can get at a mm-hmm. farmer's market. Like right. if I have like the air, the fresh air from the ocean and, you know, I get to look out and see the other islands, like that's all I need. Like I was so just happy. And it's like the simplicities. Yeah. It's just so simple. You. Like right. you drive along the highway and it's along the ocean and you see people on hammocks and they're barefoot and they're just in and like, you're like the happiest. Oh, you've ever oh my been. God. The happiest. <laughs> like it's just the best. So when you went back to Maui the second time, what changed for you and how did that start your manifestation? What changed for me was that I was finally doing something that like wasn't what my parents wanted me to do. And it was like what I wanted to do. Um, because up until that point, like, I don't know, I just took like this risk that it felt so like I wouldn't, I couldn't like picture my life or me doing something another way. 
and it opened me up to like a whole new perspective of life where like I don't know it's like there's so much more that's like out there than what we have always known yeah you know and it was so empowering what was like the feeling that you felt? Because some people explain like, oh, like, you know, I, I looked into the sky and I felt like the sky was absorbing me and I could breathe. Like some people say <laughs> that that's how their manifestation yeah. begins. Others say that, you know, they had an out-of-body experience and that's how their journey began. Like, did you have one event that started mm-hmm. it all for you? Was it a conversation that you had? Was it an mm. experience? Yeah, definitely, definitely conversations and books, like talking to people. Um, One of my, like, dearest friends, his name's Tyler, he was the first person or like one of the first people that I met when I came to Maui. And he, his perspective, he was like, him and Creed both just kind of like, they were like, you realize that you don't have to like follow this path that you were like set out to have you can like you can do things a different way and their mindset like just really made me question myself and I've never questioned myself before and it's so good to question yourself because if you don't then you're just going to stay in like this same pattern so it's really important to like ask yourself is what I'm doing for me or is it for another person and just to like have that clarity whether it is for whatever reason to know is so key in my eyes yeah did you have I mean I remember some of my very first interactions with manifestation and trusting the universe was when I was um probably a senior in high school and my one friend Rachel was like hey you should really watch the movie The Secret and that's when it totally changed my life. no that was 10th grade it was like the law of attraction and mm, you know what you yeah. think becomes your reality that was like my first time ever even realizing that that was like a thing I thought it was all mumbo jumbo. I thought it was like a religion and I'm not a very religious person. So I was like, I don't really know what this is, but that was like the first time that I was introduced to it. And since then I've really believed that, you know, your, your thoughts become your reality. What you think is what you put into what you think is is what you put in front of you, so on and so forth. So since watching that there's, you know, podcasts that you can listen to, there's books, there's movies that you can watch. Um, what books, cause I know that you have a lot of great books. What books would yeah. you recommend to someone that's beginning? They don't know what manifestation is. They want to implement it in their day-to-day life and they don't know how, or they want to just grow their spirituality. They have an idea of what it is, but they're like, okay, yeah. how can I take this to day-to-day? So like what books yeah. or content, YouTubers, podcasts, anything that people can yeah. listen to, read, get knowledge of? Okay, I would say the law of attraction and the four agreements are super important and Ramdas. I've just started listening to Ramdas, but he and I know he just passed away, but he like his knowledge, his like the things that he says are so important, I feel, to just like 
like if you have anxiety or something like listen to Ram Dass because like he will just show you that like it doesn't matter like it really like does not matter and the four agreements I actually gave to my dad to read because like he's been on his spiritual path and like that was the book that I read I read that in Maui and it's so simple that like you can do it every day of your life so I think like the law of attraction the four agreements and Ram Dass what about the alchemist yeah the alchemist is super good too I forgot about the alchemist and that was so funny because we had to read that in school and I remember I was like this is gross and I remember for someone's birthday, maybe, oh no, for your birthday, Mickey got you The Alchemist. And I remember I was like, whoa, like we had to read that in school. Wait, we've read that in school? Well, we were supposed to. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. I like, I read it because Kat gave it to me. I didn't read it in school, but that's super awesome. Like, yeah, it has so much like wisdom. Yeah. Like, like small messages. And it's an easy read. Like I, it's so easy. Yeah. Quarantine. I definitely recommend taking a listen to it. Um, I'm on Mark Hyman's podcast, the doctor's pharmacy. And I'm trying to find this one episode. You love him. You were the one that told me to listen to him. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to find this one episode. Oh, I think this is it. Um, with, Oh no, that's not it. Where is it? Oh, this one. Okay. How can you wake up to your highest intelligence with Deepak Copra? Copra? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that name. Deepak really is one of the people that has opened up my eyes so much. Yeah. Like, I want, if you guys are listening to this podcast, after this, go listen to The Doctor's Pharmacy with Mark Hyman. Listen to the episode, How Can You Wake Up to Your Highest Intelligence with Deepak Copra? Mm hmm. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. I haven't listened to that one, but I've heard great things. He's insane. And I, yeah. I've listened to him on a couple of other podcasts. He's also on the um, the Netflix documentary Heal. He's really, really, really crazy. So um, he's crazy in like a way that like you're, you, you just get so open. Like you get mm-hmm. open to your higher self. You get open to ego. I think another really great book to read is A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Um, or, or, um, the power of now. Yes. Yes. Have you read that? I have. Okay. All all of these books, podcasts, they all talk about, um, how we view ourselves as I've talked about this in a, in other podcasts too, how we view ourselves as our ego when really we are our higher Mm -hmm. self, you know, we identify, with I, me, but who is I, who am I? And in a new earth, Eckhart was saying how he was like, I wanted to kill myself. And then he was like, who is I and who is myself? And why are they fighting with one another? Are they two different people? And who do I really identify with? And what is it that I don't like? Is it my thoughts or is it my higher self? Is it like a purpose? Is it, you know, what is telling me to have these thoughts? Like, can I pop out of it? Like it just really, really eye-opening stuff that completely shifts how you think yeah. and starts a conversation within yourself of manifestation. Once yeah. you have that conversation started within yourself, I think that's when you can start to implement it daily. And I think the yeah. easiest way to start is by changing your thoughts, right? Would you yeah. Agree? No, definitely. Because once you can recognize that like your ego, like what your ego is, then you can recognize 
all of the thoughts that are like in your mind and then you realize that you're constantly manifesting constantly always always it's always. something that you're literally doing 24 7 like me just sitting here you know, I'm sitting like recording this podcast with Natalie. I'm a little hungry, to be honest. If I were to saying to myself like, oh, I'm hungry. My ego is identifying with a right. feeling that my body has like yeah. that right there is a manifestation in of itself, which is like crazy to think about, but it is yeah. like, everything that you think becomes your reality. If I told myself that I'm completely satisfied and satiated, I wouldn't have the urge to go, you know, make breakfast right now. And you can also identify like your mind and your body and like how you are not your mind and you are not your body if you choose to look at it as like a spiritual perspective another really great way to get started besides uh documentaries and movies and podcasts and books is yoga i would say yoga is a great stepping stone into it because it's a very gentle step into spirituality and manifestation like connecting with your body because yes. you feel parts of you that you didn't even know really you didn't pay attention to before it's really that is one solid thing like that and like meditation are two things that like you can just like transcend yourself through through doing nothing basically just like totally. being like sitting with yourself Let's talk man- uh, meditation. So yoga for me, I remember some of my first yoga classes when the instructor would say, you know, breathe in and then breathe out. And I was just breathing normally. And then mm-hmm. you would hear people in the room that were like, right. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what the hell? And like, that was like crazy to me. Cause I'm like, man, like they're really, they're really doing the damn thing. Like they're fucking breathing. Right. Um, that was when like, the practice of yoga to me was like, okay, this is more than just a workout. It's actually meant to be a mind, body, soul experience. experience. Exactly. And that I think brings a lot of people into the realm of meditation. So meditation yeah. is something that I think is really hard for a lot of people, myself included, but it's really, it's really so powerful. So powerful. Like even like today, I was just looking up and looking at the sun basically which if you've never done you should it's so scary at first because you're like oh my god the sun it'll blind me but like wow do it and just let it be and I was like meditating and I didn't even know it because I was like even when you fall asleep and you simply just like pay attention to how you're breathing first of all if you have any type of like stress or anxiety about anything and you just breathe all will be forgiven. And it's like, it's so powerful. Like, and anyone can do it. Like it's accessible to anyone. Like just by your breath, like you can conquer all of your feelings or emotions or like weird headspace. It's so, so good for you to like consciously breathe in and out. Always. And I think a lot of people think that meditation is when your thoughts just disappear. And, you know, when they begin to meditate, they think I'm still thinking I'm really bad at this. Meditation isn't letting your thoughts dissolve. It's allowing your thoughts to pass by and you not acknowledge them. It's almost as like, like I heard this one, um, 
metaphor one time and it stuck with me so much. It's almost as if you're in the middle of a desert and behind you and in front of you, you're surrounded by mountains. Like picture yourself in Arizona and you're surrounded by mountains. Yeah. And you sit down on a lawn chair just on the side of the road, right? Mm-hmm. And you have these big greyhound buses just passing you back and forth, back and forth yeah. on the road in front of you. The buses are your thoughts, but you in this big empty space in the middle of a desert with mountains, you know, you're around just watching you, it go by, but you're, you're not like connecting it. You're Absolutely. Not, like, identifying yes. with your thoughts. It's because your thoughts like, aren't you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's not the absence of thoughts. It's you not giving power to your thoughts. That's what the practice of meditation yeah. is. That along with learning to control your breath, to find a home base in your breath, to find mm-hmm. stability in yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's such an easy way to, to calm like down. calm your, yeah, your nervous system. And yeah. I love it because once you're aware of just like your simple, your simple like breath, you become aware of everything around you in a way because you're not reacting to a situation you're just like acting towards it and you're able to like consciously um like answer a question but you're not like reacting like out of a way it's like when you wake Mm -hmm. up in the morning and like if you go on your phone like straight first thing in the morning like you're in like this reactive state of like oh I have to like do this but like you cannot just like sit with yourself but if you're able to just like wake up take a few deep breaths it changes everything about your life and And seeds and what you learn in meditation can be applied in any time of day Mm -hmm. all day for you like for Mm -hmm. example when I meditate and a thought comes through my mind the natural thing to do is give power to that thought what meditation is is taking the power and flexing that muscle in your brain of, okay, I'm experiencing a thought. Let me pop out of it and just observe it. That popping out motion is flexing the muscle that you're practicing in meditation. Okay. Once you're out of meditation and like, let's say, for example, right now with everything going on, I find myself being super, super anxious. If I find myself in the middle of an anxious moment, because I learned how to do this in meditation, I'm able to recognize that my mind and thoughts are just taking over and I'm popping out of my thoughts. I'm popping out of the power that I'm giving my thoughts. Now in that moment, I'm not actively meditating, but I'm using what I've learned in meditation to help me in this very moment. Yeah. You know, and it's just, it's taking that practice with you wherever you go. And meditation is so powerful. It sets your intentions for the day. Um, you don't need, you know, you can meditate in the middle of the New York subway. It's about yeah, you can breathing. meditate anywhere. Yeah, it really is about breathing. That's something that I'm still learning to do because I'll find myself in social situations where I get anxiety, but then I have to remember I'm not even breathing. Like, why am I anxious? It's because like, you're just like paying attention to the chatter in your mind. But if you can just breathe and like, calm down you're gonna be okay and you can meditate anywhere any time of the day like life can be your meditation if that's what you want it to be you know yeah absolutely so I guess like a good morning routine to implement manifestation into your life to start right away is to wake up I want to get into journaling in a second Nat so I want to like what I would recommend is like you wake up 
and you meditate first thing in the morning. You know, you go to the bathroom, brush your teeth, put in your contacts, whatever you got to do. Come back. I like to meditate in my bed. It's super comfortable. And I'm just in a relaxed yeah, it's state easy. there. Yeah. Very like easy. first thing, like when you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes, just like take some deep breaths and like feel every part of your body and just become aware of what you feel and how you can either like ask yourself, like, who do I want to be today? Just like a simple question to like get your intention for the day going, like before you even leave your bed, like it's, it's game changer. Totally. For me. Like setting intentions for yourself, telling yourself affirmations, your first thought is your most important one of the whole day. Like when you yeah. wake up to actively yeah. think like, I'm going to have a great day today, just yeah. sets you off on the best path for the whole day. Absolutely. You know, so waking up because and you, doing meditation. Because you can come back to that thought and you can just remember when you woke up in the morning, like I told myself I'm going to have a positive day and then it plants seeds each day because it's not going to happen overnight. Like your problems are not going to be fixed. It definitely takes time. And like for some people it's faster than others for sure. But I think it's about like the small implementations that you put into your day-to-day life, like smallest things that change. Yeah. Absolutely. And meditation doesn't have to be long. It can be five minutes. It can be 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Um, You know, there's people that have been doing it for years and years and years, and they can sit in silence for 60 minutes and meditate. That's amazing. But when you're starting off, you don't have to do that. Um, The Calm app is really, really great at offering guided meditations. Um, Spotify also has a ton of free guided meditations. YouTube does. There's tons of ways to go about meditation. It's very accessible. Like in today's age, I think it's easier now than it ever has been before to like totally, totally. Um, let's get into journaling. Do you journal? I do. I definitely don't do it every day, but I like to remember things and I like to write things down and like read back a year later and be like, wow, that's how I was feeling that day. I love it. What do you write in your journal? Do you write like what happened that day? Do you have writing prompts? Mm. Do you talk about things you're grateful for? Is it just what's on your mind? Um, It depends on the day. Like some days I'll just write poetry and just whatever comes out. I'll write down other times I'll like specifically write down what happened that day if I want to remember it and other days it'll be like intentions that I want to set for the day or the week or the month yeah journaling is so important because I think it offers time to self-reflect in ways that you wouldn't normally like there's something about writing your thoughts down that allows Mm -hmm. you to recognize your thoughts and then act accordingly on them whether that's you know letting them be on the paper and that's where they now live and they're no longer in your brain and you can declutter that from your mental capacity or whether it's you know you see this thought and you're gonna make a change on it um Maybe you realize something after you write it down. I think to implement manifestation in a day-to-day life, the best way to go about it with journaling is to wake up, meditate, and then write down immediately three things that you're grateful for that day. I'm grateful that the sun is shining. I'm grateful that I woke up today. I'm grateful that I have my breath. 
Um, yeah. I'm grateful that I, you know, that my fingertips have that buzzing feeling because that reminds me that I'm alive and that I'm breathing mm. and that I'm a human, you know, just mm-hmm. those little things to be grateful for. And then at the yeah. end of the day to also reflect on three things that were great that day that happened. Um, I read this book one time where this one guy said that when he came home from work, whenever he saw his wife, the first thing out of his mouth was something great that happened at work, whether he had the shittiest oh. day or anything, <laughs> he set that aside. And the first thing that he always said was, you know, this was great at work and this happened today or something like that, you know, just little things to reflect on being grateful helps so much on leading a positive life Yeah, that makes your thoughts become your reality. Mm -hmm. And that's like another thing is I'm super careful about what I like take in now, whether it's like what I watch and what I listen to and like who I surround myself with, because it can it can get dark and like if you're not careful and like super aware it doesn't take much to like like it's just important to I'm trying to like think of how to word this just surround yourself and like be mindful of the life that you're living and yeah. like how you want to live your life positively. Yeah. You're a product of your environment, what you eat, what you consume. um, It's always connected. Yes. Who you surround yourself with, all what you listen to, everything. Yeah. And it plants seeds in your mind for how you're going to live your life, basically. Totally. Yeah. I think those are great (laughs) ways to implement manifesting. Um, a question that I know I'm probably going to get, and then we can wrap this up, Nat, is how should you manifest when you're, when you find that you're in a dark place in your life? This is honestly when I think it's the best time to implement this. It can really pull you out of the dark place, but you know, if someone is depressed or, um, if someone has, you know, I've talked about this with you, with me is with disordered eating and disordered thoughts mm-hmm. about eating and food and, you know, anxiety, depression, like how do you pull yourself out of that dark place and impl- yeah. implement manifestation when it literally seems impossible? Yeah. Just knowing, just recognizing it at first is like the most important thing, like recognizing where you are and just knowing that it's going to pass. Like it's definitely not like nothing lasts forever it will pass and do things that make you feel good and like find those things and um yeah just knowing it will ultimately like make you a stronger person and what am I going to learn from this like asking yourself that like what is this showing me like those kinds of things. It is teaching you something. Like any struggle that you're going through is showing itself for a reason. And you have to trust that the universe put that in your path for a reason to teach you something. So learning to let go and accept what it is, but also accepting, like you said, that it's not going to last forever is really huge and recognizing it. Recognizing that you have control over something that you feel helpless to is really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, Also recognizing that you have to want to get better too. Like if you're depressed, you have to want to be not depressed in order to fix yourself and to get okay. And something that's weird with that is like people become so accustomed to depression 
um, I'm speaking from like personal experience in like middle school when I went through a little funk, um, you know, you become so dependent on this one emotion that envisioning a life where you no longer have it is almost scary to you. Um, but you just have to trust the universe that the other side of being happy and no longer having that crutch of depression is so much better and that you're going to thank yourself. It's hard to pull yourself out of a dark place, but you have to want to change from within and implementing things such as meditation and being alone with your thoughts, which is really scary to people that are scared of their thoughts. But once you allow your thoughts, when you're alone with them, and once you realize that you don't give power to them, that's when you can start to change everything. Definitely. Just like trusting that there is like a higher purpose than you, you know, cause like your yeah. ego is going to want to like protect you and, you know, make you not scared of something, but like ultimately like going through those things are what makes you a better person in my eyes. Yeah. Totally. If you're able to learn from it. Totally. Nat, you are amazing. Is there any final words you want to leave us with? Thank you so much for letting me share my story. And I love you. I love you too, Natty. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'm going to take it over to me on the outro and I'll catch you guys then. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Manifest with Tori Simone and my special guest, Nat Curry. I hope you guys all enjoyed today's episode. Um, Be sure to Uh, leave a five-star review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Be sure to join the Facebook group that is Manifest with Tori Simone. And yeah, guys, stay healthy, stay safe. Uh, Love you guys all so much. And I will talk to you guys next Monday. Happy Manifest Monday, guys. (laughs) 